Hello, my beautiful friends. My name is Bryn Wise, and you are listening to the Grace Mama Grace podcast. I am a mom who struggles with mom guilt, and I am working tirelessly to overcome it. It is my mission to help you remember that you are enough, exactly the way you are. You are the mother your children need, and you are perfect as a mother just because you love your kids. Let's do this. Hey, 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 my beautiful friends. Okay, so uh, you can hear my voice is still not what it normally is. You guys were going on like two and a half weeks now of struggling with sickness and it's been it's been a joy just to say the least. So I recorded this episode. I wanted to re-record it when my voice was doing a little better, but I recently heard something that I really loved and hello, this podcast is called Grace Mama Grace, right? Like giving yourself grace, not being a perfectionist. And I grew up totally hearing that you know, thought of if it's worth doing, it's worth doing right. And so I grew up with that perfectionist tendency of like, okay, if I, if I'm going to do anything, it's got to be done well. It's got to be done correctly. It's got to be done thoroughly. And recently I heard someone say, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing poorly. And oh my gosh, it like blew my mind to truly think about that. And I kind of want to do a whole episode about that concept of if it's worth doing, it's worth doing poorly. But here you go. Here is my shot. (laughs) Um, And I recorded this poorly and I wanted to re-record it and do it a little better. But you know what? Grace, Mama Grace. Here it is. Okay. I freaking love you. Enjoy. Hey, 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 my beautiful friends. Okay. So stoked to chat about this today. This is um, an idea that was sent to me from one of my podcast listeners. And she was like, will you please just like talk about, okay, summer is here, like, and mom life and giving yourself grace through like the summer and all that jazz. Okay. So that's what we're going to be chatting about today. And the the six things that I'm going to share are actually not my ideas they were shared in a reel that she was like, I love these six things, but will you just like expound upon them type thing? So I can't take credit for these six ideas. Okay. But number one, first thing, as your kiddos are coming home from school and they're home with you full time and whatever for the next two and a half months, right? The number one tip for all my stay at home moms out there or work from home moms, or work moms who don't stay at home, or whatever, okay, no matter what kind of mom you are, number one, do not compare your summer to Susie Joe Schmo's summer on Instagram, okay, or Facebook, or whatever, okay, don't compare, comparison is truly the thief of joy, and when we compare our plans and our things and our vacations and our whatever to everybody else, (laughs) it all of a sudden takes away the joy that we have for ourselves. Okay. So if I am going to, you know, sit here and compare my summer to someone else's, I'm going to be super sad and super bummed that we're not going on all these amazing vacations. Cause guess what? I'm going to have a newborn. I'm going to have a newborn and I'm not going to do all those things. Right. 
But the summer that I want is I want a simple summer. I want a summer where we're really not going anywhere. I want a summer where we get to bond as a family. I want a summer where what whatever, right? But if I'm going to get on social media and compare my summer to everybody else's summer, well, they got to go to Hawaii. Well, they got to go to blah, blah, blah. Well, they got to go to blah. Okay, but they don't have a newborn, right? Like, or they don't, whatever, have the same situation as me, okay? So first and foremost, what kind of summer do you want to have? And pick that for you and your family. And if you want to have that conversation of having, you know, sitting down and like, what is the one thing you would love to do this summer with your kiddos? What, however old they are, whether they're two, four, 20, 18, 17, somewhere in between, whatever, right? Have that conversation. What is the one thing you would absolutely love to do this summer? And sometimes it's as simple as I would love to chase down the ice cream truck and, and get some ice cream from the ice cream truck. Okay. And sometimes it's, I would love to go on a hike to X, Y, Z, blah, 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 you know? And so making your own little bucket list of your family's desires. What do you guys want to do this summer? Okay. And I made the mistake last year of making a giant, giant bucket list. Like we had like seven papers of like all the amazing things we were going to do. And guess what? None of them got done. And my dad died in the summer. And then it was just a constant reminder of, anyways, I won't go into that. Okay. It was, it was not great. But if I had just one, one, but one thing does every single person really want to do this summer? It would have been so much more fun, I think, and so much more enjoyable and less of like a, we were supposed to read 300 books and we were supposed to chase the ice cream man down 10 times and we were supposed to blah, 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 go to 10 different splash pads all over Las Vegas and we were supposed to, right? Just one. How about just one? And if you do extra, cool, happy birthday to you, right? Okay, so do not compare. Do not compare your summer to anyone else's. Figure out what you want, make it happen, okay? Do your best to make it happen, I should say. Okay, number two, make time for you. Make time for you, okay? Especially with your kiddos home all the time, it's very easy to like think you have to be on all the time, right? And but that is kind of bleeding into number three, but really truly make time for you. And sometimes that just means, hey guys, you get to watch a show for 30 minutes. I'm going to go take a shower by myself. Or, hey guys, I'm going to wake up 30 minutes before you so that I can get my workout on and not have to pause it 700,000 million times. Okay. Or I'm going to set up a play date with a friend and you guys are going to go play for two hours and I'm going to go get my nails done for two hours or whatever, right? Like it doesn't, it doesn't have to look the same for everyone. It can totally look whatever you want it to look like, or, oh my gosh, my kids are playing nicely for once. And instead of me feeling like I have to be with them constantly, I'm going to go over here and I'm going to sit and I'm going to read my fiction book because I want to, because that sounds nice. Okay, so just making sure every single day you're making time for you, bare minimum 30 minutes, okay, and 
I actually did a different um, nutrition bootcamp call about this a couple of weeks ago called I am worth the time it takes to feel amazing. Okay. And I did another one called get your color back um, a podcast episode all about this concept. I could talk about this forever, but make time for you and best case scenario, multiple times a day, make time for you. Okay. So me personally, I like to wake up before my kids wake up, even if it's like 15, 20 minutes, just so I can read my scriptures and eat my breakfast by myself. And then I like to have time in the afternoon where my kids are doing quiet time, where I get to like take a nap if I want, take a shower if I want, read a book if I want, whatever I want to do in the afternoon. And then at night, I like to have time to myself. And then me and my husband get back together and like, sometimes we're productive, sometimes we watch a movie, sometimes we're doing our own thing, whatever. But I, I personally like to truly be my best self. I have to, I have to have time for me morning, evening and afternoon. Okay. Um, so make time for you, make time for you. Cause all those cliche, you can't pour from an empty cup. You can't save some from someone from drowning. If you are not, don't know how to swim, right? Like make sure you're taking care of you mama, because taking care of you is taking care of them. It really is. Okay. Okay. Number three, and this kind of bleeds number two and kind of three are kind of married in my personal opinion, but give yourself the grace to know you don't need to be on all the time. Just because they're home all day does not mean you need to be with them all day, every day. Every second, every minute is happy and joyful and playful and fun and intentional and planned and blah. Like, no, no, <laughs> okay. Uh, give yourself blocks of time if, if that's how your brain works and how, how you want to do it. Of like, I know, hello, chronotypes, for those of you who've been with me for a second and know about your chronotypes. I know that this is the time that I'm the most fun and the most social and the most playful. So for me personally, I am my best self, quote unquote, between the hours of like eight and eight and noon. So for me, I know I want to plan at least one hour of that time. I want to hang out with my kids. Maybe we'll go to the park really early, like at 8 a.m. before we can beat the Las Vegas heat. Maybe we'll, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do because we're going to have a newborn. So I still got to figure it out myself. But I notice I did not say, okay, from 6 a.m. when my kids wake up to 6 p.m. when we start to wind down and get my kids ready for bed, I'm going to be on and we're going to be playing and we're going to be reading and we're going to be chasing down the ice cream truck and we're going to read a thousand books and I'm going to get my son ready for kindergarten and blah, 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 blah. I'm going to put all this pressure on myself. No, like, Maybe one hour, one hour every day to like just unplug, play, do something, do something together, whether we go somewhere or do something at home, but I don't need to be on with them all day, every day. Okay. So remove that pressure from, from yourself. You do not need to be on all the time. Okay. Number four, you're not a bad mom. If you wish that they were not home all the time. Okay. <laughs> I, I personally haven't really had the luxury of um, having my kids in school full time. I'm still very much in the like 
yep, they're all home pretty much all the time. And I've got my two older who've been in preschool, but it's kind of more work to have them in preschool than it's worth because they're only gone for like two hours. But by the time I do like preschool drop off and preschool pickup, it's like I got like an hour to myself. You know what I mean? Like my kids are almost always home with me all the time, all the time. But I could totally see how <laughs> if your kids are at school for six, seven hours, five days a week, and you've got some time just with your youngest one-on-one -on -one or, or by yourself, that you could totally go into that like, oh my gosh, I wish I could have more one-on-one -on -one time to myself or one-on-one -on -one time with this kid or whatever. So just know you're not a bad person. You're not a bad mom for wishing that you could have more time to yourself, okay? There are so many days, so many days. For me, it's not me wishing that they were at school. For me, it's wishing my husband was home. I, like, oh my gosh, I wish Blake was here so I could just like go disappear for two seconds or wishing like, oh my gosh, I wish I could just go get my nails done today. I just need a babysitter to come and I just need a break or, oh my gosh, like, right? And so just giving yourself that grace Yes, that you are not a bad person if you find yourself wishing that you could be alone or be with other people or have some time off or have some time away or if you're looking forward to bedtime or if you're looking forward to nap time or if you're looking forward to your husband being home or if you're looking forward to them going back to school, that does not make you a bad mom. Okay, it's good for kids to be alone sometimes too. It helps them learn to take care of themselves early. And there was actually a really, really solid podcast episode I did right around the time when my dad died last summer. Um, and it was called um, Something About Being Independent with Olivia Bards Bardsley. She was someone I went to college with. Ooh, freaking love that human. But the podcast episode was all about raising, and I think that's what it was called, Raising Independent Children. Um, and that independent play is actually very, very, very important for them. Um, and not just independent play, but also like as a society and as a culture, we have kind of become helicopter parents and that's not good. Um, and we like solve our kids problems for them and we, we fix everything like, and the, just the whole like instant gratification and instant, 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 like kids are not really learning like how to fix their own problems or how to how to wait for things um and all those all that type of stuff so the more you can hey my kids are fighting and I can hear them outside and they're fighting but they'll either one figure it out or two they'll come get me if they can't figure it out and they need me right there's nothing wrong with that or my kid is playing completely independently by himself right now and he's having a blast. It's okay if I walk away and go read my book or do the dishes or get my workout on or whatever. I do not need to be right here right now with him all the just in case he needs me. Like I used to be that mom <coughs> and I literally wouldn't even shower while they were awake for fear of what if they need me. Okay, what if they need me? What if they, what if they make a mess? Like, I just, I, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay if they need you. They'll know where to find you if they need you. Yes, and it's good, like Nicole said, for them to be alone sometimes and to 
and to take care of themselves. Um, obviously, we don't want to, like, there's opposite ends of the spectrum. There's neglect, obviously, but I don't think I'm talking to mamas who neglect their kiddos right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking to the mom who's like borderline, you don't take care of yourself enough because you're worried too much about your kiddo. Yeah. Okay. Number five, remember that quant, no, no, no. I said that wrong. Remember that the quality of the time you spend together is so much more important than the quantity of time you spend together. There's been so many days where it's literally like, I'm going to set a timer for 10 minutes and we're just going to play whatever you want. And that, those like 10 minutes are my favorite part of my day with my kid. And it, it literally was like 10 minutes versus like, okay, I unplugged this whole afternoon but we, I didn't really do anything with my kids. I kind of got busy with dishes or thinking about stuff or planning or tidying up or I got sucked into my phone or whatever, but I wanted to play with them, you know? And sometimes literally just like, go pick two books and come sit on my lap and we'll read together. And, you know, it takes like five minutes five minutes, 10 minutes, if it's a long book. And sometimes those, those are so much more powerful than I set aside three hours and we went to the park together, but I really didn't actually see my kid because he ran off and was playing with someone else, right? Quality over quantity. Okay. It doesn't take a lot of time. It really doesn't just a little bit of intentionality and a little bit of focus and um, if you could create those moments, like my goal, I'm not perfect at it. So please hear me loud and clear. But my goal is to have at least one Kairos moment with every kid every day. And Kairos moments, just meaning there's like, there's a really awesome blog um, article that I read and that I also did another podcast episode about, but um just basically talking about there's two types of time chronos and kairos right and chronos time is that time where you're like when in the freak is dad gonna be home when is bedtime when is dinner time oh my gosh i'm over this like motherhood is hard <laughs> time that like just seems so like oh my gosh right and kairos time is when you just like look at your kid and you're like oh my gosh like you are beautiful or your eyelashes are so long, right? Or, oh my gosh, you just lost your first tooth. Or did you seriously just read that word? Or did you seriously just say that word, right? Kairos moments are just those moments where time seems to stand still for a second. And I try to have at least one Kairos moment with each of my kids every day. And sometimes those Kairos moments are literally like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know it was possible for you to have so many freaking boogers on your face right now. Okay. And that's a Kairos moment for me. Okay. Uh, but I'm actually seeing, right. And sometimes it's, we read books for 20 minutes because it was fun. And because they want, they kept bringing them to me and I kept wanting to read as well. Right. So sometimes Kairos moments are literally like 30 seconds and sometimes Kairos moments are like 30 minutes, right? 
Um, but I try to have one with each child every day. Um, and, and to just try to pause and reflect and I don't like write it down or anything. I could, I should, maybe that'd be awesome. I don't, but to just be more intentional and aware of, did we have a moment today? Did I have a moment with so-and-so? Did I have a moment with so-and-so? Did I have a moment? Just even just one tiny little moment with that kid where I felt a real connection. Okay. Quality over quantity. Yes. Okay, last thing, and then I'll let you guys go, but is to have a flexible schedule of some sort. We all thrive on routine. I know so many people say kids thrive on routine, kids thrive on routine. Guess what? So do you. So do you as an adult. Yes. And that doesn't mean you need to be like, I need to plan out when I'm going to go to the bathroom. You don't need to be like crazy status, right? But you have some sort of routine, some sort of predictability, some sort of, yeah, we're going to wake up. And from this time to this time, maybe this is when we, when we play with others, whether we're meeting someone at the park or going on a play date or whatever, or maybe this is the time when we play by ourselves as a family. And then let's have lunch at this time, around this time. And we don't always have to eat the same things every day. Maybe one day we'll go somewhere for lunch. Maybe one day we'll do this for lunch. Maybe we'll go on a picnic one day. Maybe one day we'll have a picnic in our backyard. Maybe one day we'll go to the park and have lunch, but we're gonna have lunch, right? And then, okay, after lunch, maybe that's when we have some show times and we like can sit down and watch a movie together when it's too hot outside to play or whatever. And then, okay, maybe this is the time that we go, now we go and play with friends or now we hang out by ourselves. And I know that sounds like so simple, but um, that that's really something me and my kids do pretty much every day is like, we wake up, we have breakfast. It's like morning time is family time. And then uh, a lot of the times, if I ever make plans with other people, it's typically between nine and 11. And that's our time to like, let's go play with somebody. Let's go do something. Let's go play something. Okay, 11, 11 to, sorry, my youngest just started crying, but my husband's home. So he's going to help her. Um, but from 11 to two, that's when she needs to nap. So I'm not going to make any plans from 11 to two. And that's when we'll have lunch. That's when she'll take a nap. That's when we'll do quiet time. And this is what my kids know and expect every day. I'm going to wake up. We're going to play together. We're maybe going to play with somebody else. We're going to have lunch. We're going to have quiet time. Okay. And then after like two o'clock to like six 30, then it's typically we go outside with our neighbors because we have our freaking awesome cul-de-sac with lots of cute friends. So we go play outside with friends for like two and a half hours. And then we come inside and have dinner and then we do our bedtime normal. Like, and that is like every day. And Sometimes there's a little bit of fluctuation in there. Sometimes we go on family dates. Sometimes we go to grandma's house. Sometimes we go <coughs> to different parks with different friends or throw it off a little bit. But for the most part, that is our routine every day, every day. Lots of playing outside, lots of whatever, but they know family time, friend time, nap time, quiet time. Family time, friend time, family time, go to bed time, right? So even just picking those, those flexible 
simple, small routines that you and your kids can thrive off of will make life so much better and so much easier for you, um, especially as the summer months are going. Yes. So hey, that's really all I had for you today. Um, hey, I'm proud of my voice and my head um, for hanging as long as it did. So if you were able to bear with my voice that whole time, I'm proud of you. All right, you guys, that's it. Thank you for sticking around. If this message spoke to you today, please feel free to share it with someone you love. It would mean the world to me if you would leave this podcast a quick review from wherever you're listening from so that other mamas can find it too. Be sure to find me on Instagram so that we can be friends in real life. You can find me at Bryn Wise. Thank you for making the choice to become a mom. Thank you for loving your kids. Remember that you are doing better than you think you are. Remember to lean on your village. Remember, the biggest contribution you make in this world might not be something you do, but someone you raise. And always remember to give yourself grace.